When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Forever. Dog. Race Chaser. Hello, and welcome back to Race Chaser, Race Chaser. Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. This is Internet video. Yo. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, uh, I am Willem. Uh, hello. Oh. Last week was a crazy, crazy week on the show. Crazy. Just crazy. We so had, wild. We had the secret celebrity drag race pilot pitch sizzle episode with uh, <laughs> guest stars such as Kelly, Jillian, and Katie Z. All the girls formed girl groups, basically, to try to impress um, RuPaul and uh, Yara's and... Uh, Yara and Alexis failed to and they went home. But yes. uh, just like the episode before that, Shad won and Ju- Rujubi lip synced. So, you know. Just, right. It's all just a case of history repeating. Yes. Dame Shirley Bassey has the range and she said it best. Mm-hmm. Um, but this week we're getting into dynamic drag duos rather oh. than trios. We're getting into duos. Uh, So the top four girls come into the workroom. They find that Yara left them some Chromatica um, costume pieces, iridescent, Mm -hmm. clear pink, like, cufflets. Straight out the Kindness Punk uh, uh, catalog, for sure. Definitely, yes. She wants Um, your stupid love. They keep trying them on as armbands, but I think for Yara, they're a skirt of some sort. (laughs) Or a belt. I mean, everything's a belt on Yara. That bitch can make a belt out of anything. You got a wig, make a belt. Um, Truly. Shad is... is, Scoodle. Scoodle. Chad is uh, steering clear of Hunger Game references until the end of this episode. So during this first part, he he makes the realization. He says, well, think about this. No one's on top anymore. We're all in the bottom. And Juju B looks at Chanel and says, well, she's a top, which is news to me. Well... (laughs) Her storyline this season is that she's the top. She's the top of drag. I mean, yeah, sure. If she wears tall enough heels, uh, she sure is. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, RuPaul comes onto the video screen and says, <laughs> Beep! My Fantastic Four. This town needs an enema, but... <laughs> For every queen fighting for the tea, there's some joker trying to take her down. So whether you're a superhero, a supervillain, or a supermodel of the world, you've got to be kick-ass to make it to the Drag Race Hall of Fame. Wonder Twin Powers, Dragtivate. What could could it mean? Oh, what a surprise! She didn't even knock. How strange. (laughs) It's RuPaul. Um, she holds onto the handrail. Uh, do, have we pin- pinpointed when the handrail disappears on the on the the walkway, the stairs, walking in the? Um, I I have. Yes, we will. If she, there's one, if there's a handrail now. But you can expect an expose on RuPaul's Drag Race Hot Gossington's after show. 
Scalding Gossington. I mean, we, we'll probably cover it on Race Chaser, but... I mean, I was thinking that we should I, do a race chaser after show where, like, after we're done, we hit leave meeting and then we leave it on and we just get out of drag and we're like, oof, God, Dipper was so up it today. Like, did you see all those typos? Show them how we de-drag, oh get ready for God. bed, do our do our rituals, <laughs> take five raw cocks through the window, uh, oh my fluff your pillow, all that nice stuff. Stay um, tuned. A, a lot of things are happening on the Mom Network, so you never know. And the mom's about to give birth. Um, the mini challenge Ooh. is something that I would do great at. It's basketball, basically pa- playing a game of a uh, uh, horse, fish, horse. Um, right. Well, I I just figured that we would wait to play horse until All Stars two, <laughs> but um, they're playing fish, which is skirts Jade versus skins. And um, skirts versus skins. So this, funny. This this is one of those pages from RuPaul's books where, you know, she gives you challenges that have directly impacted her drag career. You know, <laughs> playing basketball Just in so, broad daylight. I'm glad this is determining, you know, things <laughs> so important, such as who's America's next drag superstar. Throw this ball at a hoop. Come on, it's a mini challenge. It's just for fun. Do you know? Did fun you for know, whom? Fun for you, whom? <laughs> for whom? The viewing public. For oops. Did you did you notice where they were? I couldn't pinpoint. Yeah, it. I know where they, they were. Tall, where? They were, because I filmed there. Uh, there's a basketball oh. court on top of the the food area slash like parking sometimes of the studio where they filmed Drag You that season and All Stars One. It's uh where Chad and I actually filmed one stage next door to it for Women's Murder Club when they drowned him in a toilet. Oh um, wow! And Delta was there. She all the Dream Girls were extras, and then Chad and I were like the guest stars. And Chad died, and I was like his best friend on it. But like that was a it was a studio we all shot in, and um. And there's a basketball court. Do you think this is where they were shooting All-Stars? Yeah, it is where they shot All-Stars. I know because I was on All-Stars 1. So they just went up to the roof? Literally, they went across the the parking lot and then up to, like, the the second floor of the parking area. Yeah. I love that. They didn't even have to travel. I thought they looked great. They had to do 10-minute quick drag. Well, Chanel shouldn't have to travel. She should host. She's the top. Well, she didn't do the top half of her makeup. She had no eyeshadow on. I was like, you're not going to put on a sunglass? I thought this was a sunglass gag. Like, she was just doing the lips, and then she'd throw on, like, a you know, a camp pair of glasses. I I I agree that that something could have been um, rectified, but... it's 10 minute quick drag. I love it. Chad wore the hair that she was crowned in or that she wore to the um the reunion of um Drag mm-hmm. Race season that 4. Brown with the three little braids. Uh-huh. Not a, not a not a hint of scalp. Right. No. No scalp mm-hmm. part here. Raven 1008% density. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Raven was wearing um the uh, the Willem uh, which she, I believe it's called the bang with the bright color and the curls. She wore a Willem and she was in uh, Craigslist drag, which is a tube top <laughs> and a panty, which you're hastily tucked into. Uh-huh. And yeah. as long as it's tan skin, they don't mind it. Um, <laughs> now the the girls aren't doing so great, uh, but uh, Raven's doing better than Shad at least. I don't think Shad gets any points, do they? Or one. Chanel made her first basket, and I was like, wow, you better work. Uh, Bitch, you know uh, else I bet can make a basket? Ivy, she would probably grow the hay, weave the basket, hatch a chicken to lay eggs in the basket. See, that would be a Wait, who, Ivy Winters? Yeah, make an Easter baskets. Totally. That would be a good challenge. Do you think we should do this for bonus content, this one? Basketball? I'll whip your ass, but sure. You definitely (laughs) will. There's no doubt. Yeah, I've, like, dated half a basketball team. Well, I was married to someone on a basketball team, and then I was. <laughs> then you anyway, had the entire uh, team maxi of men. Challenge. Wow. Play, they played fish. Yeah, you <laughs> on a different type of basket. Managed Girl, let me just tell you, there was this, there was this gay uh, basketball tournament called the Sin City Shootout, and by the end of the weekend, they called me the Sin City Shootout. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't get a participation <laughs> trophy, but I did get a nice fruit basket. Oh my god! In my mouth. Um, the funniest part of this was at the end, where they're just sort of fooling around, and they're like, they're like d- walking in the category of Butch Queen. It's Team Ruju B. Take <laughs> your victory lap, you whores. That was the <laughs> funniest part. Chanel running back to the line after missing the basket in high heels. Just ah, the most, <laughs> the most, the most uh, cliche. I'm running in high heels. Run ever. And it's like, it's a chance that these girls are letting loose a little bit, you know, because like they're almost done. They have like two or three days left on set, probably at this point. Yeah, Um, they're almost done. And so then they get, then they win a phone call. They're like, hi, mom. Yeah, I'm going to see you. Uh, I'm going to see you on Friday. Oh, you're already Um, waiting outside? Yeah. uh, No, I'll be out in a sec. (laughs) No, they're going to have another girl win. No, I did great. I'll come back for All Stars uh, 7. So what episode is this? It's episode five. Five. Yeah. So that means they've been gone for about two weeks. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, if each episode takes two days. Weekends, days off. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. It still feels nice to get to connect with somebody from home. Uh, Yeah. The uh, the maxi challenge this week is the queens are transforming into arch enemies one will be a super shiro and the other a super villain and they must put together a kick-ass high fashion outfit using their own drag and materials provided by leg Leg avenue Avenue. plus they create an origin story and come up with their drag superpower this is drag leg avenue is drag i don't know tell me it's not uh, so many, so many of the dolls have put on a Leg Avenue body stocking and that's just been transformed into a port of femininity. And the uh, great thing is they're usually crotchless. <laughs> well, they are after I'm done with them. <laughs> but <laughs> and really, this Courtney act. <laughs> Leg Avenue makes like sex clothes. I mean, it's, it's like Girl, sexy, yeah. like boudoir kind of fuck clothes yeah me and katya like compared our wardrobe we're like had that one had that one wore that one out that one came with holes and it only got more um oh yeah leg makes such versatile fashions and that's not to be confused with versatile fashions which was a prize two episodes ago um <laughs> yeah i i think this is a great challenge and all the girls end up using bits and bobs from the show i think oh wait bob was season seven my bad um but the this has a whole comic book theme which goes back to the promo shots which is like comic book right. it look they look like harajuku like comic books in the promo because they're all bright colors and like you know mortal Kombat-y. but um very that so the girls decide on who's the face and who's the heel for each yes. villain and hero pair and chanel goes with villain and Chad goes with superhero. <laughs> that was that was an easy choice. So was well, so was Raven and Juju B. I mean, it, it very it cast itself. Who would you pick? I uh, on three, say who you would be. Three, two, one. The villain, good girl. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I yeah. would be the good one. Yeah, I like that. See, I love good, that. You know, dynamic duos. Um, yeah. I the mis- what Dipper looks incredulous. He I, he thinks it should be opposite. Yeah. Why? I have blonde hair. Yeah, but didn't you play a villain on TV in that drag, uh, super drags? I felt like you did that well. Yeah, I did that well because everybody knows no one can torment those girls better than me, but I'm not an actual <laughs> villain. No, you aren't an actual villain. Oh, so yeah. now I'm an actual villain. Well, well oh, so I don't know. Sneaky saying snake. Is I'm an actual villain. Okay. I don't. We're, we're going to work through this during the break, and we'll be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right, and I think... Uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag Drag. today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. This episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love them all. They're all my babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if, uh, lots. Of, I love a Helix party, uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, so that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. This is their best offer yet, and it's not gonna last long. It's so good, I'm gonna say it again. That's HelixSleep.com/drag and use code Helix Partner Twenty. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Your villainy is so arch. Even Betty and Joe Beer can can um, sense it. <laughs> Like, is this, is this the, is this the fucking dumbing down of drag to the, you know, they're just pulling it back. They're like, well, maybe you should be more family friendly because we're on logo, but we'd love to get to VH1 and we, we don't want to straight people feeling threatened by our drag and art form. No, especially not in this confusing Mm -mm. ass fucking competition, Mm -mm. like comic books, arch enemies, Marvel, superhero swear words, no swear words allowed too provocative. Provocation is just pushy. It's a little offensive to call, you know, the the their viewership Betty and Joe Beer can, don't you think? Would she rather have them public I don't care about one and public I don't care about two? Oh my god. <laughs> because I mean that's basically what she's saying. She's like, we're making the show for them now, you know, dumb it down. Because that's that's what she said. Um and she obviously doesn't care at this point who wins. Um <laughs> But Raven, I I just don't think she cares because as she walks away from Juju and Raven, she's laughing at him. Well, okay, (laughs) it's just like (laughs) you don't want to be in the bottom again. Oh, yeah. okay. well, (laughs) it's so clear. It's very clear that they picked their winner. Well, they're they're, uh, Raven and Juju B's story is very convoluted. But and so is Ru- Ch- so is Shad's. Well, the milk puts out the pussy fire. Is that it? I, maybe it has something to do with that. And then the other girls, like they can't go on the sunny side until they get their tan first. Which I, I understood at least milk puts out fire, but I didn't understand Raven and Jujubee's thing at all. But I found their their explanation funnier about the tanning and the SPF and the the TS gun. I found all that more enjoyable. But at this point, like, neither of them feel like something that I would ever have to do. So I'm not invested in it either. Chad is going balls to the wall initially. Harry balls to the wall. Chad's like, okay, listen. I, listen. 
We can't go serious like Jiggly Caliente. No we one's have ever to done go this. crazy. We have to go funny. We have to go over the top. Make it wild. Don't be Black Diamond Eek where you're stealing Black Diamonds. You should be Tit Juice Woman. That's mm-hmm. right. And I'm going to have pubes shooting out the sides of my uh, crotch. I'm going to be fire fuck pussy. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> okay, work. And I don't Paul tells him to pull it back. Yeah, and Chanel says that Chad's working very blue. She's uh she's <laughs> everything like is you'd work blue. Crass. And you know, she doesn't like the fire pushy. She wants a wop. She she definitely wants a wop, I think. Um and the girls are told after their walk <laughs> around dry ass pussy. pussy. The teams are told after their walk around that they're gonna be lip syncing for their lives against their own teammate. Yeah, and everyone's really upset about that. And I can imagine that would be really, really uh, terrifying, a very terrifying prospect. And you have a 50-50 chance of having to do that. I mean, for me, it would be liberating because it would be able to, you know, break these chains that they shackled you with the partner thing. You know, I'd rather compete for on my own by the end through the whole thing I would have. But like, at least on the end, it's so important. But um what else is important is the girls get more shit thrown at them. Yeah, throw yeah. that throw that turd right through the fan and let's see if it, it doesn't <laughs> splatter everywhere. Yeah, poop right in the fan. And uh, there's a, an epic song called Good Versus Evil, which the girls need to choreograph it's a number for. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. I have to revise that. It's it's um, a scratch vocal with a MIDI track. It's <laughs> not an epic you. song at all. I like this song. Uh, it's what? a song called Good Versus Evil, and they get to choreograph a fun little number. It's a 45-second song. I know this because I looked it up on Spotify, and it is on Spotify, yeah, and it's I by Lucian Piane. I don't know if you can call it a song, maybe a, a ditty or a loop. <laughs> a jingle. But it doesn't have a bridge. Uh, there's I one- wear heels that heighten, that heighten the, mood. the mood. My balloons have attitude. <laughs> It's good versus evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, good versus evil. <laughs> it's I not like a, it. Yeah, well, that's okay. You're alive. I, I think uh, it's good. The rehearsals on the runway are very. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh, this is so it, fun! It feels like one girl. She's like, "Do you have more ice in your drink?" It's like the littlest <laughs> thing is going to set them all off at the wrong time for sure. And Chanel is, uh, you know. She's got a lot of energy, a lot of direction. She's got a lot of a lot. And she's uh, she's saying that the the staging isn't fair and blah, blah, blah. And Chad actually sides against her and says, no, 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 baby. Okay, 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 okay. The only thing is, it seems like you two have, are taking all the attention right up front. And we're just sort of off to the side. So what we need to do is we need to figure that. Actually, I disagree. I think, I think, I think staging it's pretty is very fair. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chanel, I love Chanel in a rehearsal. I think they added this song at the last minute just to put Chanel in another rehearsal because she really is full of ideas. She's, she's very the leadership role. She Mm -hmm. is the top as far as rehearsals go because she's taking control. I I think she's confusing this with want to be on top. Um, (laughs) and then. After these rehearsals, we get more of the same soggy B-reel of the girls getting ready in their hotel rooms. They're all putting on the same pair of underwear they put on episode six. Look at her washing her face. How groundbreaking. Look, they're just like us. Boys, boys, boys. Raven gets naked, honey. She worked on this all-stars body, and she's showing it to everyone. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad she showed it then, because you should do it while you're young. Um... Raven and Chanel are having mirror chats the next day and they're uh, they're talking about their love of villains and they both love the witch from Snow White, which is like one of my favorite witches, too, because you don't need to worry about your hair falling off. Who exactly? Who is your favorite villainess from the Disney canon? Do you Oof. have one? Um, villain? I mean, you know, Scar is like uh, kind of a effeminate lion. I like the voodoo dude from um, Princess and Tiana. I think he was cute. Okay. Um, uh, but my, yeah, I, I don't really have a favorite villain. My favorite movie movie and Disney characters are the muses from Hercules, hands down, though. Okay. Yeah, they're fabulous. I love mm-hmm. Ursula the Sea Witch. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was based on Divine. Like, she's an obvious, too. Like, 
She yeah. was so great, just eating up the scenery everywhere. Fuck that Little Mermaid bitch. She gave oh her, she made the deal for the voice. Like, and then she tries to backtrack. Fuck her redheaded ass. Oh my gosh. You're, you're married to a lawyer, so you're like, the contract <laughs> is binding. To, I, I know you don't like it, but that's the, the, that's the deal. And Flotsam and Jotsam were witnesses. She got them. <laughs> they co-signed. She did. They totally did. They were no, the notary public. Actually, Flotsam is a notary public. Every Well, Flotsam was going down because Chad had a bullet for each and every one of those electric heels. Right. Uh, slippery, slippery, slippery sisters trying to shoot each other. Right. They're, yeah, they're having chats about, you know, it's going to be difficult, but when it comes down to it, do you think you can send home the other person? Um, I, yeah, I, I would have a lot of trouble doing this because I'm not a good lip syncer. So no, I don't think I could send home the other person. You would definitely want to lip sync. I'm sure well, against when we get to the final episode of race chaser, you and I will finally have to lip sync against each other. I, this is the drama we're manufacturing. So in six years <laughs> when, or, or whenever drag race is over, we will get to the final episode of race chaser someday and we will have to lip sync against each other. But until then we're on a team. The judges will be Alessandro Torasani. Yes. Santino Rice. <laughs> yes. And noted enemy of the pod, LaToya Jackson. Yeah. Merle Ginsburg. Merle Ginsburg. Maybe we can get Matthew there. I would love Michelle Williams. I would Michelle love Williams, definitely for sure. Jay. I would and love. Um, Jade, Jade Thurwall. <laughs> uh, Courtney Act at that point. Um, Shirley Ralph. Shirley, Loretta Devine. <laughs> yeah. Regina King. Mary Wilson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Peppermint. <laughs> Uh, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Mary Wilson and Peppermint's hair. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think that uh, we get to the, my favorite part of every All-Stars episode, which is when Chad quotes Hunger Games. And he said, may the odds ever be in your favor, tributes. Oh, well, you know, it was timely at the time and it's an ongoing thread and she says it a lot. So it gets airtime. That's how I it works. Ha- I have a question Good about... About this reasoning that Chanel gives about all the girls talking about being in top three. She said, had I not left, I would have been. Oh, that's, yeah, that's controversial. I I think it's very clear that Chanel, um, you know, she told them she wanted to leave. And then when she was told that she was lip syncing, they mm-hmm. obviously like said, go home because, you know, she told them she wanted to leave. But mm-hmm. if she refused to lip sync, she would have been in breach of contract. And they could have. Mm. Un- that's one of the things that they said to the Canada girl that didn't want to lip sync. They brought up contract, and whenever they bring Ooh, up contract, Ilo- Ilona Verley. Mm-hmm. That's from what oh. I heard. Really? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was definitely breaking news. There wow. was definitely a doll on um, on season three, and then she was also on in All Stars. And she said uh, she was very she's very knowledgeable about her contract. And, you know, you know, what I'm talking about, right? Did they already air? Her? Oh, yeah. Mariah, you know, like the judging mm-hmm. was interesting. Mm-hmm. Like it, that is so yes. it's very cagey. And then seeing her mirror message change from like the congratulations, Raja and all that. Mm-hmm. Like it's um, it's my most fun part of the show is the little ins and outs and the continuities and things. I like that because I'm a nitpicker. Right. Um, nitpick, you pick my nits from me. <laughs> Do you think that so do you think that Chanel voluntarily left season one? Because I would say she made it known that she did not want to be there and then they uh they uh arranged for her travel and a bon voyage party by saying Shasha, you you go away now. Okay. Shasha? Is it Shasha? It's Shasha, yeah. Shasha, go away. <laughs> I'm going to Shasha away. I'm going to be the first queen to actually Shasha away. And oh, we're yeah. going to Shasha into this break. That was Laganja. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have some astounding guest judges this week. We have, of course, Michelle and Santino. Then we Mm -hmm. have Wendy McClendon-Covey. And Elvira is back. 
Yeah. Hi, Diva. She said, I did season four and I had such a good time. I'm coming back like the next month to do Base- AS1. Um, it was it was a, f- a full year later. Um, okay. But yes, uh, she did have a lot of fun. Um, I just I just want to make sure people have the facts. No, I don't know the timeline. You know, all about the facts. Well, no. I mean, you made it sound like Chad had no time to get ready. Well, he didn't have any time to get ready between like touring for his season and then doing. Um, right. It is a very that, short. Like, I mean, we filmed in July and August 2011 and then All Stars film. And then we premiered in January 2012. Mm-hmm. She was touring through April, May, June, probably. May, she did Drag Race, uh, Drag You. And then mm-hmm. they started filming, I think, like June 6th of that is very 2012. Fast. Yeah, there wasn't much time at all. Because um, your life really, and Latrice as well, your life really becomes a whirlwind when your season starts to air. And yeah. then it's like, oh, by the way, in the middle of that maelstrom, would you like to come back into the Thunderdome? Come on. Yeah. But speaking of Thunderdome, how about this good versus evil musical number? Uh, how about Dipper, it? you're unsure of the lyrics according to the, uh, the outline. <laughs> What was the chorus again? The lyrics? Good versus evil. It's good versus evil. It's good versus evil. It just felt like there was nothing else said but good versus evil. Don't call them lyrics. They're words. It's a little ditty, okay? Uh, Check it out on Spotify. It's a little pity. It's streaming on Spotify, and I recommend going and checking it out. Check it out and report it. Um, the runway category is basically, uh, what the girls are performing their good versus evil in number there, which I think is kind of a weird reveal. I think it should have been like, I, I, right, it, it kind of gives it away. Yeah. It gives away the reveal for all the girls. So I was like, yeah. maybe this number should have gone after the, the runway walk and then they all could have walked it, watched right. it and then like been in those outfits too. It, it didn't, it didn't make sense for me why they would kill the, the reveal, but, right. um, I've stopped trying to understand this program and just enjoy it for what it is, which is outfits and wigs and funny things. Um, so stick to talking about lipstick and makeup, makeup, drag queens. <laughs> um, These my favorite. Egos. Yes. My favorite part of this is the pre transformation, like everyday looks. These are mm-hmm. some of my favorite looks on this season. I mean, Raven looks gorgeous like she stepped out of a um oh. a 70s boogie nights like fantasy jujube looks like royalty mm-hmm. um chanel looks beautiful but i chad chad looks great too but raven to me just looks breathtaking yes raven and chad are my like favorites um they really stand out chad is in this her name is chadissa 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 michaels Mm-hmm. Which is funny that she gave herself kind of a, a fake name rather Very than just Diana being Prince. like, right? Rather than just being like, "I'm Raven." <laughs> what if he? What if he? What if he called himself? I'm I'm Mad Chikels. Like I like that, Madeline Chikels. Yeah, um, she's got this red gown with the chiffon sort of like flowing things. I love this. I would wear this. I I would wear this today. I mean, I I wish that the 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 ends of the cape didn't look just like oh the fabric stops here. I wish it was like a tapered, rounded off edge, like an okay. actual like it. It's beautiful, but it it definitely could use some finishings. Now her other outfit is just like the first outfit that got put through like the evil ringer because it's got like capes but more layers. It's got more shit on the shoulders, and the hair yeah. is that same hair that she wore in the season four. Music video, I think it's cool. I it's love red this look. And blonde. The cape it's, is there's a lot of layers to it, and she makes it like a flame. I yeah. I love this. I think the strongest superheroes are when you can grab like an element, like one of the elements, and she chose fire, which is a very visual, very fun element to do. She looks awesome. I don't know if superheroes can really get around very easily wearing a mini skirt because I know they tend to ride up. I know this from personal experience. If I was a superhero, it would be leotards. It would be panties and bras. It would be cat suits. 
Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really getting that's getting picky, picky like like Santino because she looks phenomenal. Well, Chad is the eternal flame, so he will never age, and that will that light will never darken. <laughs> Chad's superpowers are flying, coochie mm-hmm. lifting lasers, and mm-hmm. hot Brazilian waxes. Ooh, um, fire crotch. Fire. <laughs> she has a taser as a flamethrower or something. It's similar. a flashlight with some flames on it, and they're very generous with the after effects. I like the after effects. I think Me that's too. always fun. Chanel suits comes out in a black gown and then yes. a one-shouldered uh bat wing uh wizard sleeve of a gown and then she transforms I just into love, Lactatia. I love a one sleeved gown. I love looking regal. I love looking elegant. I you want know, black people... diamond black diamonds, just rich. I sometimes like looking older than I am. I like aging myself, but I don't care. I like how that looks. <laughs> she goes, Look at the skin tag. See the skin tag in my armpit? I've been waiting all season for you to see it. Oh my God. Her superpowers are supersonic speed and lactating from her breasts. Because that is a superpower, because the power of the human woman body is fucking phenomenal. So I mm-hmm. applaud. And this outfit looks straight up like a 1984 deuce mannequin in a sex shop. Like it's Catwoman, but like hooker yeah. Catwoman. Yeah. Anytime you have a cutout breast and then your your boob poking through. I love this outfit. I'd wear this in a second. If it wasn't black, I'd do another color. But she looks sickening. She's painted. Gorgeous. Is it superhero or is it super hooker? Well, she's a villain. So, I mean, I get the bondage, the black. The, I get the references. I'm not mad at it. Is it kind of similar to Bad Girl Chic, which they just did? It's strikingly similar. But that's not necessarily her fault. That's like the the runway prompt is very similar. Truth. I do remember Juju being this red gown, though. So striking. So beautiful. Lovely. Like, n- normally, I hate flat hair. But like any hair works on Juju. She does because she's a mannequin head. And she she's got those just cheekbones like, and like she's just yes. gorge. It's all right. And she brings out a magical TS gun, which she uses to bring a blonde, bronze glow to everyone in the room. Yeah, and she transforms into this um, white cat suit with um, with red hair, and she gets some laser beams. Uh, she's got some bordellos. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks cool. I agree, actually, about the like utility belt or something like that, because you don't have pockets. Yeah, but I I keep stuff in my wig all the time. They don't know her. They don't know what she's going through. They don't know. I mean, okay. I think she looked perfect. Could it have used accessories? Of course. But all of them could have used more accessories. You know me. I'm an accessory queen. She is. She is. Yeah, definitely. What? Oh. And on to Raven. Raven is in a poochie print, poochie inspired print gown. And she yes. transforms into so period Pia Fierce SPF. Her superpowers are power cuffs to throw shade on the world. And she says to activate them, throw shade, bitch. Or something like that. I don't know. She does. Um, She, yes. She, I I love, I mean, I love this. She, she will do some crazy stuff with her face. This is, this is beautiful. This plastic, clear mask over that paint with the and so creative how she cut it to like like kind of it rounds out her cheekbones and like it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of sinister because you don't understand what's going on and anytime your brain can't process something clearly or it just goes to confusion and like scared and like it's beautiful but it is scary yeah i i loved it it's a cool look um the judges are more team. The judges are kind of split because they, they are all, the guests have different opinions and the prompt is not exactly followed. Like they're like, well, she looks more like a Marvel one. She looks like a comic book. She looks like a cartoon. Right. It's very that. And you're gonna if you tell drag queens do superheroes, you're gonna get as many different takes as there are drag queens in the room. You know. I agree. I mean, my personal taste is I'm always the more like 80s sort of like the X-Men cartoon version of superheroes, mm-hmm. bright colors, uh, sort of flamboyant hair and like costumes. So that's why like 
Shad kind of worked more for me than mm-hmm. the more like streamlined kind of movie um movie interpretation of superheroes which um Rujubi did. Yeah, I feel like Rujubi worked more for me because when I looked at when I looked at Raven I got threatening. I got bad. Mm. When I looked at Chanel I got oh, sexy dark hooker. But I didn't get that yeah. she was bad. Um so I I kind of side with I think Michelle on that part. Um, but all the judges had, you know, interpretations that were correct, I guess. But I will, say, I will say, though, that the writing, because part of it was writing your backstory and then they read it as like a voiceover. The writing on Team Shad was far superior. It, it was, was. It was funnier. It had kind of levels to it. It was more creative. But I mean, um, it's the writing. It's it's all just you, you, on this episode, you actually see the paper that people are writing their their story on, their prompts, mm-hmm. and it's basically Mad Libs. It's fill in the blank. So if you yes. can't come up with a funny thing, your thing isn't funny. But like it's hand holding to the te- to like the tenth degree. It's not yeah. hard to pop in a joke. So the fact that they didn't have jokes is kind of a letdown because they are so funny off the cuff, Raven and Juju. Yeah. But when they they had to prepare for this, they obviously did not meet the challenge. But um, Santino, and when the judges are split, that it comes down to like things like that, which might but, seem like an afterthought. Like, who cares about this stupid piece of paper? It's like the I have a hundred things to do. But yeah, you know. Raven's ass did not look bulbous and fat like no, Santino. So. Big, uh, Santino's a fucking idiot. And if anybody's no, his friend, tell him that uh, he was an idiot on this season. I don't well, know him has, very well. But. He has nothing to say about this experience of being on this show. Oh yeah, he doesn't. Hmm. Why don't we take a break and we'll come right back and we'll have some. He to certainly say. did. <laughs> you know her as a beauty icon, a fashionista. A finalist from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and a fan favorite, but mostly you know her as the girl with black hair that has a blonde streak. So please welcome to a segment that we like to call... Manila's Musings! Can you tell us about Tammy and Untuck? The way that they presented it, she was just cuckoo wacko. But in my head, I was like, they probably took stuff and then laid it in and edited it there. Or was she really um, that avant garde? No, no, that, that's that's Tammy Brown. That's definitely Tammy Brown. Okay, so uh, it was me, Latrice, and Raven and Jujubee. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting, we were alone in the, in the work, in the untucked episode at first. I was there, bitch. I know. Oh yeah, that's I was, right. I was so on the ground know, behind the bar. Know, like, <laughs> you can't erase me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, like we had done this before. We had filmed Drag You. So we all knew that they were filming a TV show. Like this is the untucked episode. So we're like, mm-hmm. you know, we're gossiping about the, what's going on. We're creating the drama for drama's sake. So then- mm-hmm. Enter everyone else, you get Tammy Brown, who I don't think, you know, they didn't really have untucked episodes on her season. No. So she was, this is kind of a new experience for her. (laughs) So we're starting drama on episode one, untucked, like, you know, you want, like, we're starting the good, we're we're being very good TV personalities. And we're, like, trying to get into, we're trying to pick fights, we're trying to, like, go in on each other. And I think Tammy Brown was just trying to, she was like, why are we, why are we fighting like this? Yeah, and we're like well, because it's untucked, and that's what we do. <laughs> we but pick on Mimi. Like, yeah, it's an untucked episode. Like, what's new? Um, <laughs> but I think what Tammy was—I think Tammy was like, "Oh, so you guys are going to be crazy." She was right. trying to like, she was trying to disrupt the crazy by adding her crazy on top of it, so that it wouldn't. Yeah. Because I think that in her mind, she wanted the untucked episodes to be kind of like you know a more like season one. A camaraderie of you know like the queens backstage and you know like the realness you know mm-hmm. but like yeah we also knew like in the back of hearts like, no we have to create a drama for a tv show you know so i think that's where that came from 
and that it, it, it was and it worked it, it was like we were like what the fuck is going on huh. oh Teddy huh. Brown she, I'm acting huh. yeah she was trying to one up the craziness it was like a, we a cut off a, the head of a chicken and just let her run around the room for a while <laughs> You know, we also have not talked about. What? We didn't talk about RuPaul's look. Okay. Oh, Catwoman, very Eartha Kitt. Yeah. Lee Merriweather, bitch. So fierce, and she did the. She had to do that Wonder Woman spin where she's uh, she's out of drag at first. Mm-hmm. She does a quick spin and turns into uh, Catwoman from Hell, which I love this look. I was in a Wonder Woman once. There was a David E. Kelly pilot of Wonder Woman. And oh, Ariel um, Ariel Kivo played Wonder Woman, but she was like this new age, like she was the head of Prince Incorporated and they had Wonder Woman toys. It was very like Ally McBeal as Wonder Woman. And she punched me in the face on Hollywood Boulevard and it never went to series. But uh, I got three days of work out of it. That was nice. That's fierce. Was the punch in the face part of the show or was it an altercation? Because I know after, you're getting after the street fights. Me, um, no, she, it was in the script. She was like punching um, characters on Hollywood Boulevard. Or something because we shut down Hollywood Boulevard and our trailers were next to the Jimmy Kimmel lot behind where like everybody Mm. performs. Mm -hmm. So Britney Spears was performing that night on Kimmel and she did her song three times and we all crawled up to the top of our trailers and watched literally from the parking lot. It was so it was like the best drag show ever because she was lip syncing, obviously. And like all my friends were dancers. Zach was there. All the Vegas boys. Jay. (laughs) Like it was so fun just watching it from my trailer while I was being paid to be there. But um, that. Of course, I'm telling stories about me, and I'm only on one episode of this show, so I'll shut up now. Um, Elvira and Michelle have differing opinions on this show, but they're both, like, respectful, and I appreciate that, and they're both constructive. They're not just, like, trashing a girl's padding because you can't find anything else bad about her this week, and you have to say something bad. Like, Santino's input here is pure shit. Well, after much discourse among the judges, I mean, this is a long uh, deliberation. They they are split. They don't know what to do. The winners are Team Shad. Oh, wow. You're a champion. They both win a custom gown from Marco Marco. Uh, and their characters will be immortalized by Dynamite Comics. And they show a little a little uh, snippet of that comic and it looks so cute. I mean, not to make it about me again. But Please do. <laughs> That's what we're here for. The, the gown that they show in the Marco Marco prize mm-hmm. package, there's two gowns. And one of them you've been in the same room with. Do you know which one? The one no, on the no. right. The one on the right is a brown dress with um like crystals and like yeah. I wore it in the Rupologize video when I was roller skating. Oh, cool. I knew yeah. it looked familiar. Yeah, that's I, it. And I live uh, Azalea Banks wore it before me and she burned a hole in it with a cigarette. Oh. Yeah, there was a cigarette hole in it. I was like, these girls with their messy poles. And we'll <laughs> put that up on Race Chaser Pod on our Instagram so you can marvel at the beauty and the wonder. And yes, the we will. Uh, There's, I don't don't slip Marco on the splendor. Marco Marco, Marco deep yeah. friend of the pod. Deep uh, friend of the pod. Yeah, I don't so, know when this comic book came out. I found this image on Reddit. Girl, this comic book didn't come out. My comic uh, book came out faster than theirs. Uh, wow. <laughs> and you don't want to read that. Bitch. Well, um, so the bottom team is declared as Rujubi. I know. And that means Jujubi and Raven have to lip sync against each other. Now, yeah. if at any point during the lip sync you think your sister needs a sissy boost, <laughs> you can feel free to not use the siren button. Siren. Not this time. <laughs> this lip sync. So- yeah. Go ahead. Well, the song is Dancing on My Own by Robin, uh, because this is the moment where you have to dance on your own as a team member. And it's very, very emotional for both of them. Well, I mean, I'm not the girl you're taking home. Like, all that when you're dealing with eliminations and actually going home. Like, it's got a double meaning to it. It's, it's, you know, they're crying, all that. Um, But, you know, Raven and Juju are sisters at the core and you can see that they're talking to each other they're they have each other's backs more than anything juju's like what the fuck literally calling out production um and then when after they lip sync rupaul says uh raven can can you help her 
So now Raven's a makeup artist on set, a performer, a medic. <laughs> like, what other responsibilities are you going to make? Is she going to take out the trash too next week, RuPaul? You're trying to make Raven do everything for you. You made her do half your master class for you. Shit, bitch. I feel like in this moment, this was and now the Raven's RuPaul's assistant. Apparently, that's what West from oh, 340 really? said. Yeah, he said okay. he did an Instagram post and said, "Congratulations, Raven. You're now her assistant or whatever. Assistant to RuPaul. It's like, oh, you're yeah. her assistant now. Oh, is that a lateral move? Well, I feel like this was yeah, and this whole season has been sort of we're trying to get the girls." Over and over again, more so than just like in a competition show where, yes, you want things to be unexpected. You want them to be on their toes. You want them to be pushed out of their element. But it seems like this whole season, it's been like we're surprising you that it's teams. Uh, Then we're soaking you in black rain. Now we're going to make you be in teams the whole time. And then you're going to lip sync against your teammate. And it, it was just... It was like the final breaking point. And I feel like Raven and Jujubee were just like, we're just going to stand here and like, and cry and lip sync the song and do whatever the fuck you guys want. We're not going to, we're not going to battle it out. We're not going to like, and it's, it's a very memorable lip sync, but it's also like very sad. It's like an anti-climax moment. Yeah. The only good part about it is to show solidarity because Yes. At every point this season, they've tried. I mean, this is what family does, though. They they've just did this whole great show, Drag You, where everybody was treated lovely on set. Mm-hmm. It was like a family thing. And then you come here and it's, um, will you pull your skirt up so I can get a clearer shot at your kneecap? Oh, yeah. And I let me throw some hijinks on your head. And then I'm going to shenanigans sissy you out the building, basically, until you're crying. Or you know right. what? We'll bring Mimi back. How about that? We'll bring Mimi I mean, they right. threw it at the girls from the get. So it feels yeah. nice that they did keep both girls. And RuPaul basically says, Shantae, you both stay. You leave me no choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's it, This was a nice double save that I agreed with. And she finally yeah. tells the queens something they've been hoping to hear the whole time. Next week, you're competing on your own. No more teams. <laughs> no. no more teams. <laughs> enough is enough. If you had to pick one person to win this lip sync, who would you have chosen? Are you interested in a hypothetical? Uh, if I had to choose, I think uh, Jujubee performed better. Yeah, I I would have picked Jujubee just because I like her more. <laughs> um, Raven did a full Ivy Winters that did not. She planted in that one spot. Jujubee was like, I'm going to go over here be by myself. Then I'm going to go hug my friend because I'm sad. Then I'm going to go be by myself. For a second. Then I got to hug my friend again. <laughs> it's like saying goodbye when you're trying to leave a club. Oh, no, yeah. I had to come back in. I, I left my hair. I'm sorry. Oh, I had this drink ticket left. Oh, yeah. I it's swear. Good. I swear I'm leaving. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God. They did spin in a circle that one time. Oh yeah, circle circle dance. They were summoning. Spinning around in circles. On that lyric, yeah. Yeah. Um Well, uh, you can tweet your pick of who should win out of this final four at RuPaul's Drag Race. I love that this is like vote in on the, the early kind of days where Right. It was the early days of like Twitter, and they were like, there's this thing called Twitter, and if you get on it. You can use the okay, it's like a hashtag, it's like the number symbol, and then you can vote for who you think should win. Yeah, it was cute. Now, Twitter has you know undone society as we know it, so <laughs> it was a simpler time. <laughs> uh, notes on Untucked, clang, clang. I think there should be like a judge's notes, notes, notes on Untucked. <laughs> I think there's a clang, like clang, the- clang. When she talk, talk, talk. When Chanel, so <laughs> yeah. bitch, she talks a lot in this episode. Uh, she makes the whole episode. There's only four girls left, so I'm glad someone is talking instead of just watching them, you know, kill Zip their livers it. more. Yeah, right. Uh, it's so many. It's emotions. really. F- it's fun that the the girls fly off the runway like in a sh- a flying superhero moment. Um, to the Untucked Lounge. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the girls uh, say that Santino has no drag-ass knowledge, um, that balding-ass bitch, uh, it, I, and they and all I, hate what he has to say. Yeah, I hate everything he has to say, too. I agree. Um, but I have a problem. My 
subtitles say form decor, F-O-R-M. I think it's forum, F-U-R-U-M, forum decor, isn't it? Or is it form Are you decor? Sure? I thought they've been saying forum decor the whole time. Like form, this is the most like, important body por- form. important port of the episode. <laughs> form decor. You know what it is? Oh my god! Wait, it's furniture rental. It's not even for sale. They rent it. They rented the drags. Staging the house. Staging the house down. Yeah, it's rental. Oh my gosh! And well, they're in Huntington fun. Beach. I mean, they're nice pieces. They're also, yeah. look at this, turning it with that socially distanced rental. Look at that. Wow. Okay. Very nice. Is it, so is it form? Yeah. It's form. Yeah. Okay. Form decor. And girl, they get in all the all the plugs. Uh, then they split up the teams and they're like, okay, take the piss out of the other team for a while. Yeah. Who's carrying who? And they all think that they're carrying each other, right? <laughs> or was that the last episode? Well, that I, didn't watch? I think that was in that was a different episode. But but in this Untucked one, doesn't I'm, count. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just it's just bonus. Don't dock uh, bonus me this content. week. Do not dock. If I see a ch- if I see that my pay is docked, I'm gonna be mad. <laughs> uh, Ruju B are doing full full body Im- impersonations of the other team like um juju b imitates how chanel jumps onto the runway for the opening thing and they're like could you be more extra and i was watching that and i was like what do you what it's a it's a show where it's a competition about i mean it's about pulling focus i don't I didn't see. I thought Chanel did a great job in the performance. She was embodying a character. What do you want her to do? Walk out lackadaisically and turn around? No. Oh my God, Tootsie Lou! Have you heard about what's happening this week on Mom? <laughs> Tell me, girl. Tell me all about the iconic Tammy Brown is the special guest on Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Oh my gosh, I bet she has some choice words. Girl, oh did she ever tell you about the time she found a dead body? No, but I you th- have. I was Dipper. riding my bicycle along and I thought I saw a mannequin in the ditch. And I Turns went over out. to the mannequin and it wasn't a mannequin. It was a dead body. body. Ooh, don't I look pretty? Ooh, see you in the magazines. <laughs> we love Tammy Brown. Make sure you go over and subscribe to Sloppy Seconds. Uh, because they are now a part of the mom family and the mom network, and they're doing some really amazing work over there and having fierce guests week after week. So get into Sloppy Seconds. fierceness. Also on The Chop with Latrice and Manila this week are talking about the finale of Canada's Drag Race Season 1. Can you believe it? We got another winner in the franchise. Another crowned queen. Crowned Another, Canadian queen. Right. Canadian queen. queen. She, she likes crowned. to eat poutine. <laughs> oh, wow. Win. Win. That goes on the album. <laughs> Love it. Um, um, make yeah. sure you subscribe to The Chop. We've been putting the episodes on the Race Chaser like podcast feed, but we won't be doing that forever. So make sure you're going over and subscribing to Sloppy Seconds and The Chop. Yeah. And, and thank you. In general, we thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classic. Classic. This we promise. And we, we promise. Mm-hmm, we go, yeah, you take it. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you well, do it. I'm not it. reading it. You read it. Well, then, okay. Thank you so much for joining us on Race Chaser Classique this week. We promise to continue to provide you with award-winning content every week. Award-winning. award-winning. I'm Willem. Oh. Content. Award-weenie? Award-weenies? Oh, I love it. I'm Alaska. I'm Willem. <laughs> you can rate I'm... our podcast and comment about how much you love it. And this this really does help. So you can go ahead yeah, and take a moment. Us. <laughs> right. Loud me. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little shads. <laughs> Take a moment to leave us a review and a rating. Even if you've never done that type of thing before, it really does help grow our audience and helps with the searchability on podcast apps. So go ahead and do it. It takes two seconds. 
Yeah, and you can follow the dolls at Willem at the Only Alaska Five Thousand, and our Race Chaser mm-hmm. podcast is at Race Chaser Pod. Also at Race Chaser Pod is a link tree with lots of important links for Black Lives Matter resources and organizations, and you can use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post on Instagram if you want us to see. That's right, and you can always send us an email at racechaserpodcast at gmail dot com. Plus, we have bonus content video stuff available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can find those videos by searching the hashtag Race Chaser. And you pay for the content you want to watch a la carte. And if you don't want to watch it, um, kick you rocks. pay for it. Yeah, kick me. <laughs> Your time is valuable. Yeah. You need to hit it, honey. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us next time. See you then. Bye. Shashé, go away. Chasse away. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.